Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, KSL News Time, 6 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. West Jordan drivers, if you got a pink slip on your car, that means you need to move it now. Police are trying to clear the streets for the plows, and they're only offering one chance. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is live to explain. Adam? Amanda, police are putting these pink slips on cars as a one-time warning for people to move over for the plows because they're having a heck of a time clearing enough space for some people to even get out of their own neighborhoods. Jason Duffin with West Jordan Public Works tells KSL TV these parked cars are creating a safety issue. We plowed them, but it doesn't always come off after it gets snow-packed and it takes multiple passes and multiple trips out. Police are warning those who don't move their cars, you could find yourself with a ticket or a tow truck bill. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. It doesn't matter what activity someone is doing in the mountains, they could trigger an avalanche. KSL News Radio's Don Brinkerhoff continues our team coverage. Craig Gordon tells KSL TV, because of all the snow we've gotten in the last couple of days, if we're heading into the hills, we need to be prepared. If we're headed out for a trail run or a dog walk with more snow coming in, we definitely want to be armed with the latest avalanche forecast for the zone that we plan to recreate in. Right now, the Utah Avalanche Center lists the slide danger for all of the canyons and mountains in Utah as considerable. Don Brinkerhoff, KSL News Radio. Utah ski resorts are gearing up for another massive weekend thanks to the big storm this week. Snowbird Communications Manager Sarah Sherman says her number one tip is to know before you go. So if you're driving up by yourself or carpooling with someone, you want to make sure you have tires for the day. If it's snowing, know that the traction loss is in effect and that you have good tires to drive in the snow. That's probably one of the most important things to know before coming up here. Sherman tells KSL at night for people who don't have good tires on their car, the bus system is a great option. Get this, BYU had their first snow day in 10 years. The last time BYU had a snow day was in 2013 until yesterday (laughs) when the school sent out an email to all students and staff encouraging teachers to make arrangements for remote learning or cancel their classes altogether. Hundreds of teachers switched uh, their day's lessons to Zoom, and uh, though the campus remained open, many up uh, on-campus services were limited. KSL's top national stories this hour. Ukraine marked the first anniversary of Russia's full-scale invasion overnight. President Volodymyr Zelensky spoke to Ukrainians in a video address, calling February 24th, 2022, the longest day of our lives. Zelensky told the people of his country he pledges to push for victory this year. He then attended a remembrance ceremony in Kiev's Maiden Square, addressing troops and honoring fallen soldiers. The U.N. General Assembly approved a non-binding resolution calling for Russia to end the conflict and withdraw its forces. The message is clear. It doesn't matter what Russia tries and how it 
attempts to undermine international order and the coalition in support of Ukraine's territorial integrity, it fails one time after another. That's the Ukrainian foreign's uh, um Foreign Services uh, speaking to the U.N. The NTSB has released its findings on the toxic train derailment in Ohio. Their findings show an alarm alerted the crew about an overheating axle. Eleven of the train cars carrying hazardous materials were derailed after additional brakes were applied to stop the train after the alarm sounded. Five were carrying more than 115,000 gallons of vinyl chloride, which is an explosive. The investigation is still underway. Notice this morning the NTSB, though, is saying that the three on board, the crew, did nothing wrong. That's good. There was just something mechanical that uh, happened along the way. Let's get a first look traffic here. Andy Farnsworth, uh, things look a little bit better on the south end. Yeah, the plows just made a ran, run over point of the mountain, but you're still going to see reduced speeds throughout Utah County. Uh, I, I don't know where they are at the ex- this exact moment, but uh, they've been working uh, for the last hour or so. Uh, so if you get stuck in some stop and go in Utah County or some really, really slow traffic, likely you're at the back end of some plow-related delays. Right now in the Salt Lake Valley, we've got a crash on the ramp from eastbound 201 to go on to North 15 that's affecting some drivers as well. Andy Farnsworth within the KSL Traffic Center. A pregnant mom got run over while trying to stop a car theft. A two-year-old is safe found in Waukegan, Illinois after a car theft with the toddler inside. Police say a pregnant woman pulled into her driveway with two kids in the car. She said she took one inside and when she was coming back out, a white BMW pulled up. Someone jumped out and fought her before stealing the car with the other child inside her VW. As the suspects fled, the woman who police say is six months pregnant was run over by either her car or the getaway car. She suffered serious injuries, but she was able to call 911. Lionel Moyes, ABC News. A former San Diego State football player has been arrested. 20-year-old Nolan Iwaliko and two other former San Diego State University football players were not charged in the alleged rape case, but Iwaliko has been arrested for evidence it was found while search warrants were executed in that rape case. Investigators say they found child pornography and digital data that they had seized. An arrest warrant was obtained. Iwaliko turned himself into police and has been booked into the San Diego County Jail. Alex Stone, EBC News. The University of Utah is holding a campus safety conference today, just two weeks after a listening tour to hear students' concerns. KS on his radio's Mark Jackson. This conference happens today at the Eccles Alumni House. The event includes a keynote address from Dr. Jill McCluskey and day-long breakout sessions on topics such as the work of the university's behavioral intervention teams, a year of bomb threats at the U, and prevention of of cyber attacks. Conference will feature University of Utah Department of Public Safety leaders from across the state and will run from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m. today. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. Utah Jazz won a nail biter last night against the Oklahoma uh, City Thunder in overtime. All star Laurie Marketing carried the Jazz in the fourth quarter along with three free throws with only seconds left to uh, seal that win for the team. He's on the, he, he is right now the odds on favorite. To uh, win the most improved player of the year. Oh, wow. And deserves that. And, and the only other guy that may, you know, compete for him in that was actually playing last night here for the Oklahoma oh, wow. City Thunder. That's interesting. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. 
that's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.